All right, start the show. Okay, party people in the house. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor Willis, and thanks again for tuning in to According. Hey guys, it's Michelle Taylor. It's Michelle Taylor Willis. Back at you. It's According to Michelle Radio with Michelle Taylor Willis. What's up, everybody? Hello. Welcome to According to Michelle Radio right here on Real 1100 AM in the heart of Atlanta. It's Michelle Taylor Willis, and I'm here every Wednesday from 4 to 6 p.m. We've got, oh my gosh, Instagram and Facebook are busy. I'm going to make sure that I give everybody their shout outs. But first I wanna say, welcome back to me because we took last week off. Why did I take yeah. last week off? Oh, I was Why? traveling. Okay, I was like, was that a rhetorical question? No, 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 <laughs> I forgot. I went to a conference, shout out to my City Lifestyle family. For those of y'all who don't know, So Food Lifestyle Magazine, which is the magazine that started this whole media empire. I am holding up the cover uh, for the September issue, which has Kevin Savage on it. It looks clean, not It does look you. clean. Um, he is actually on location right now filming a movie. He's leading, he got a leading part. He's on four, four weeks in LA. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, so this magazine was started almost eight years ago, seven and a half years ago, and it is a franchise and I am the franchisee for SoFu. That's South Fulton County. For those of y'all who don't know the eight cities in South Fulton County. And so we had our annual publishers conference last year so i'm talking to everybody real quick i'm just gonna do a quick psa because i know people are listening here in atlanta and georgia all around the nation we're on iheart radio shout out to iheart international international <laughs> and um and so i just want to throw this out to you guys because it this hit me when i was at this conference i started this magazine or co-founded this magazine eight years ago almost uh, about a year and a half into the magazine I launched another magazine, which I actually sold. That's the first and only business that I actually sold. And the business is doing well. That magazine is actually still in publication. Okay. Um, but it was literally the platform for everything I am doing now. I mean, this radio show, the TV show, according to Michelle, which is going into uh, the fifth season, which we're going to talk about a little bit, um, the billboards, uh, what else do I have? Print, TV, radio, billboards. It is kind of a little empire, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, and you got you, your own personality, so. Hashtag baby Oprah. A publicist is in the corner like, you're also an author. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank a you. Mother. She's not even my publicist. But let me tell you something. A Kim wife. Starks is down for the people. Let me just tell you. She mm -hmm. is always down for the cause. I love Kim. Um, yeah. And so it was like literally the magazine started all of this. So I wanted to say to everybody, especially people of color all around the nation, if you're listening to me now, if you're entrepreneurial, and they are not paying me to say this, by the way, I am saying this because I've seen what the magazine has done for me. If you're entrepreneurial, if you want to own your own business, you want to get into media, um, the magazine industry, when done right, is a great place to do it. Local, community-based, print, luxury print, 
It really does work. People buy advertising. They pay attention to it. They read the stories, especially when you have people like this <laughs> on the front cover. Actually, they yeah. don't make it past the front cover. It They're helps. like, yeah, I think I'm just going to like You see that ruminate. cover? Yeah, it's a nice copy. I'm just going <laughs> to ruminate on this for a minute. Great back covers. Um, you can have your own magazine anywhere in the country, literally. You can go to citylifestyle.com. Shout out to City uh, City Lifestyle Magazines. And they take care of all the back-end stuff. Um, it's your book of business. You're running it. You're doing all these things. Like I said, we've had this magazine for uh, almost eight years now, and it's still running. Okay, so what you're saying is it's possible. It is absolutely possible because people say, oh, magazines are out of, you know, like nobody pays attention to magazines. That is somewhat true. In a way, yeah. In a way, digital, it is true. So, yeah. But print luxury community-based print magazines work and if you're in a community where you want to build media i built a media literally conglomerate and it all started with this magazine i'm sick of looking at him i'm trying this way <laughs> shout out to brian poe who's on the back cover the people's champs speaking of which what's up you know my commercial's running i did oh, a commercial gosh. for brian poe did you see it no i haven't seen it yet oh. It's out there. It's actually what, you, on my Instagram page. Do you not like your performance? It's actually, the commercial is actually on TV. Like, since it started running a few days ago, every day I'm getting text messages or calls. Somebody called me today and was like, actually, I called them. Yeah. And they're like, by the way, I think I saw you in a commercial yesterday. I was Any like, chance? By the way, you did, actually. Okay, so uh, this commercial is, so what's the Wait, hold on. Let me make sure I say what's up to Instagram. <sighs> Golly, there's a lot of y'all on here. Officer Delicious, what's up? Anybody whose name is Officer Delicious? Interesting. <laughs> I That's... don't know. Jay Klerger, Jay Staten, US 41. If I'm butchering these names, just know that it's out of love. Uh, Purple Lion Warrior 247 overall. Okay, that that's, that's simple and That's simple complex. and complicated all yeah. at once. Julia McNarthy Campos and one other. I don't know who the one other is, but Terrence 053, what's going on? The Cactus Beauty Bar. Hey, make sure you check them out. They got great beauty beauty products. JSIM7770. I think he's a new follower. How are you? Dr. Rowling, I'm not talking to you right now. What did I do? Oh my gosh, I'm in trouble all the time. In my house, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I come to work, I'm in trouble. I get on Instagram, I'm in trouble. All I try to do is love you people. Dr. Well, Rowling, that, that's, the that, that, that's the problem. That's the problem. I just need you can't love everybody. I can't love everybody. No, you can't love everybody. All right, fair enough. Julia and Maba. Is that right? Sorry. Kelton B1, what's up? Dr. Rowling, why not me? Why not you? If not me, who? If not now, when? <laughs> oh, okay. That's very deep. Poetry. Jay Staten, US41 says, JS Lawn Care and Brush Control in the building. Um, really, JS Lawn Care? Should we talk JS Lawn Care? Because I wanted to use you, JS Lawn Care. So DM me. Let's talk. Let's have an offline chat. JS Lawn Care. You got three promos. You're not paying for any advertising. You're welcome. Dolce Hair Designs, if you want incredible hair that looks like this. She's like, don't show them that. But it's healthy hair, Karen, and you did it. <laughs> <laughs> she's always like, why do you keep getting on camera looking a mess? I'm like, really? Goodness gracious. I know. She's so hard on me. What up, Karen? Tremor 6, what's going on? Dottiers, how are you doing? Dana S. Hubbard presents, what's going on? Smooths all in rocks. Jay Hammer, 4790. Oh, my gosh. You got a lot. Kendra Bracken Ferguson, what's up, Kendra? That's my girl. I interviewed her on Black is the New Green. She is oh, okay. dope. And you guys, Kendra, the girl that I have in today, you need to talk to her. She's unfunding. Um, yeah, y'all need to talk. Trust me. 
I'm gonna hook you up with her, Lauren. Okay. Uh, the contract slayer. No, you know, I have something funny to ask about, you. Wait, hold on. I gotta finish saying hey to everybody. Okay, okay, when you're done, when you're done. Hey, contract slayer. <laughs> Scarpat7, how are you? And let's see, is that it? Oh my gosh, there's more. Okay, hold on. But wait, there's more. Total Glam 360, a man after my own heart, if you're a man. If not, a woman after mm-hmm. my own heart. Either way, my heart is yours. DJ Soap 92, that sounds like he could have a good party. Okay. KG is now KP. What's going on? I know who that is. Matthew Smith, 1614. How you doing? Gene Gibbs. Hi. Dana Hubbard says, what's up? What's back up to you? And somebody said, laugh out loud. Okay. And B-Mims, JJ, just joined. Okay, I'm stopping there. Everybody else, I'll get you on the next go round. Facebook, I would give you shout outs, but I don't know who's on here. Facebook does not let me see who's on. That I can't see the viewers anymore. Does anybody know what? Like, why they shut down the viewers on Facebook? I guess a new privacy thing. I, Shout out to Mark Zuckerberg, I guess. Yeah, but he owns Instagram, too. I, and, I mean, like, yeah, I need you to be consistent mm-hmm. with well, the no, brand. No, you don't. Cause I don't? Then, nah, because then it's like you can't see viewers on Instagram, neither. Now I can see viewers on Instagram. No, I'm, I'm saying, but if he's consistent, you know what I'm saying? Oh, fair enough. Yeah, so it's I see like, what you did there. You know. You're so smart. You're always thinking. That's why I keep you around. <laughs> hey. But shout out to Facebook. And, of course, huge shout out. To all of our listeners right here, real live on Real 1100 AM, driving down the street, sitting in their house, iHeartRadio on the app, whatever it is, we are glad you were here. Okay, guess what's coming up on Friday? Mm, 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 what mm. is it? I, look at you falling in line. <laughs> I'm, you know what it is. I'm not gonna tell you. Friday. It, no, I'm totally kidding. Oh, swipe to see the viewers. You have. Wait, do you hidden. want me to say it, or do you want someone On else Facebook? to say it? No, I want you to say it. It what, is. Wait, no, 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 don't say it. Instagram. Oh, what's up, Coach with Crystal? Instagram and Facebook. Do you guys know what's happening on Friday? If you know, shut up, Andy Bittner. Of course it's you. Andy Bittner <laughs> said, nice hair. I was going to say, you know, let's He's get white. Like he doesn't know anything about cute curly hair. So, Andy, just crawl back under your hole and stay there. Nobody wants to see you anyway. So, there's that. Okay, anyway, I'm back. Oh, it's boys. <gasps> That's my line sister. Hi. She never gets on live. What are you doing over here? Okay, I'm back. Guess what's Friday? Any, whoever the first person is on Instagram or Facebook, or if you want to call in, 404-603-8770. And gives me the answer of what my, I mean, God dang it. What happens on Friday? I almost gave the answer. I was like, really, dude? Like, yeah. <laughs> to tell me what happens on Friday gets a, okay, KG is now KP, so it's your birthday. Yes. Oh, I didn't finish what Crystal. the prize was. <laughs> I didn't finish what the prize was. KG is now KP, so you don't get a prize. You should have waited till I finished. Oh, no, nah, you know her. She's going to get that prize. She is going to get that prize. <laughs> she- I'm going to send you something. I'm going to send you a magazine. <laughs> No. no, she knows you way better than that. Okay, yeah. I'll send you something. <laughs> yes, my birthday is Friday. How you feeling? I feel good. I you, mean, does it I've feel been, like your birthday's around the corner? It doesn't, because we've been so busy. I could, yeah, respectfully, I get that. I mean, like you think about it. I mean, we're doing commercials. We're doing. I mean, I got a big production coming up in yeah, October. Yeah, and on top of that, we start. You know, we start production for season five, according to Michelle. That yeah. starts in two weeks. So you know, and we got on. good guests coming in. We got. DC from Tag Team is going to be on. Oh, he's going to be on? We've got um, Steve Smith yes. from the Hawks. He's uh, a big uh, former NBA player. He's going to be on. we got a couple surprises that we're not going to tell you about. Okay. Guys, um, and I don't even know these surprises. So I guess. You know, and you don't know them either. You don't know the people because you're like 10. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. 
That's tough. Yeah, I know Steve Smith is. You know, well, yeah, you know what Steve Smith And so we got some cool people coming out. Very excited about it. So um, season five is going to be on BTV. Okay. Which is on Roku. It's on Amazon Fire. Yep. Uh, it's on now, within like the next 30 days, Apple TV. Nice. Hisense, smart TVs, like a lot of the smart TVs, the, 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 the network is going to actually be downloaded already. So all you got to do is go click on VTV and then be like, search according to, to, to NG to mm-mm, space. Well, no, Michelle. if it makes you feel better, literally what? my mother hops on and one time she clicked VTV, you popped up, no questions asked. Did I pop up first? Yeah. You, like literally. And she thought it was like someone's last search and I was like, no one was on here. Nobody was on here. So this is why you guys should be advertising because on my show. Because once it, it opens, the, it pops up. It was a Jasmine guy. It was guy a Jasmine guy episode, yeah. I'm sure. That is like literally the most watched episode on the yeah. network, Jasmine guy. She was, she killed it on that show. Um, so we got a lot going on. And so I haven't really had time to kind of like ruminate on what my birthday means this year. I've just been busy and I'm accepting all these gifts that people are sending me. It's like crazy. I'm getting some amazing gifts. I do want to give some shout outs when we get back. Okay. But we have a great show coming out. We got Lauren Wilson in the house with I'm In. Isn't that such a cool name? It's a technology app. Personally, it's pretty straightforward. Like, it hey, is, I'm in. You know what I'm saying? I'm in. Saying? Yeah. Oh, hey, I'm in. What's the name of your app? I'm in. No, what's the name of your app? I'm in. No. <laughs> The name of the app. Like good. Good to know that you're with the program. Yeah, I know you're here. We know you're here. What's the app? I'm in. So we're going to be talking to her about IT and being a a black woman and funding and raising capital and building a technology company from scratch. Did I say scratch? From scratch. All of these things. And you guys can call in 404-603-8770. We got Sisla Shenanigans at 5 o'clock. We got Ask Michelle at 530. And we've got an incredible interview waiting for you right here on According to Michelle Radio on Real 1100 AM. So don't touch anything. We'll be right back. The minds of children are fragile and their mental health is essential, especially in times like these. Not Us Together aims to equip parents, teachers, and guardians with the tools and knowledge needed to raise healthy-minded children and youth in today's society. We provide services like mentorship through life coaching, therapeutics, youth community groups, motivational conferences, and one-on-one developmental specialist services for children and adolescents on the autism spectrum disorder. Our mental health workshops for schools and general workshops promote social skills, creativity, and a sense of togetherness through play, arts, and music. To see how we can service your family or school, call us at 508-794-9371 or find us online at notus.org. That's K-N-O-T-U-S dot org. Hey guys, Michelle Taylor Willis here. And I just want to ask you, have you checked out my latest book? Well, I say latest book, really, it's my only book. <laughs> Raising Significance, an MTW Guide to Raising Independent, Well-Rounded, and Confident Kids. Listen, this book is not rocket science, and I'm not claiming to be a child expert or a psychologist or psychiatrist or any of that. I'm just a mom who has figured some things out. So I just got some jewels and a few gems that can help you raise not just successful kids, but significant kids. 
kids. You want your kids to stand out from the crowd or at least from the other kids in their class, right? This is the way to do it. So listen, go to my website, authormichelletaylorwillis.com. That's Michelle with two L's. Check out the book. If you like what you see, click on that pay now button and grab a copy. Maybe you grab a copy for some of your friends who have kids if you don't. But either way, I promise you will not be disappointed. Raising Significance, an MTW's guide to raising independent, well-rounded, and confident kids. Get your copy today. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder that no matter the time of the day and no matter what day of the week, East Coast, West Coast, all points in between, we are always on. So go to your app store and download the Real 1100 app and listen wherever and whenever. The Real, Real, Real. Michelle. Michelle. What's up, guys? Welcome back to According to Michelle on Real 1100 AM. Shout out to all of the listeners out there who are driving in their cars and who weekly make me a part of your Get Home Safely plan. Although I have to say, sometimes I'm so funny, I make you like drive off the road. I don't wow, want any not liability. You causing, no, not you causing actual accidents. Causing accidents. So you're the reason I can't make it home. You are the reason I couldn't make it home. Darn shame. Yeah, I know. Honestly, I which time. makes sense because like the wrecks happen at a rate. Could you imagine if they were watching me like Facebook and Instagram are right now? Well, hopefully not <laughs> while driving. That would be a terrible life choice. So. That would be a terrible life choice. However, people make terrible life choices every day, every minute. Someone's making Oof. one right now. You know, we can go way deeper into that than we need to. And we won't. <laughs> That's what he said. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna leave that right where it is. He's like, God, what's she doing? Shout out to iHeartRadio. If you do not have the iHeartRadio app, you need to download it because you can listen to me from wherever you are live. And did you know that According to Michelle is actually a podcast? We are everywhere, literally. So if you miss us today, I'm going to give a shout out right now to Team Replay, who might go on Audible or iTunes or Apple Music or or Spotify, even Spotify, uh, any of those places, your favorite your favorite podcast platform you can find According to Michelle Radio. And you can always come back. And listen to these, a great reason to advertise on According to Michelle, because people will always be able to hear your brand, even when you're done advertising. Speaking of which, this show is brought to us today by Infinity of South Atlanta. Do you want a new car? Do you want a used car? Do you want a leased car? Whatever it is you want, Alan Rochelle and the guys at Infinity can help you. They're located in Union City, one of the eight cities in SoFu. That's South Fulton County. For those of you guys who have been sleeping under a rock. For the last <laughs> six years since I made that term up. But make sure you tell them the MTW sent you and they will take care of you. God, guys, October 15th and 16th, it is a show, a stage play, teaching black men how to own permission to feel and heal. Daniel Media is one of their sponsors. And let me tell you something. The first show is sold completely out. It's sold out. You can't even buy tickets okay. to the show on the 15th. So what's the next show? The available? next show is 16th. 2.30 and 7.30, and those are almost sold out. And what days are those? That's a Saturday, Saturday and, and Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Now, I haven't seen the show. You know, we had the guys on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen the show, but I've, I know enough about it to know, like, this is going to be dope. It's going to be crazy. Um, they're actually donating a show to young black boys so that they can have some awareness of mental health and their mental health and and counseling and therapy and all that those things. That's awesome. It's so awesome. awesome. Especially so make, in our community. Especially you know. in our community. So make sure you go um, and check them out. And uh, I got to give a shout out again to 
Brian Poe at Georgia Injury Attorneys. Um, somebody saw my commercial and they called and they were like, your neck hurt so bad you were limping. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> your neck hurt so bad you were limping. I was ah. like, I was giving it all I had. Ah. <laughs> cool. You know, when you hurt yourself, when you put when you put pressure on that side, it radiates all the way down. You but feel it. You know, that's fine. You think about it, yeah, like you hit my hand so hard, my leg's hurting. Like, you know, it's like a term like that. Like, that's funny to me. Is it? It is. <laughs> you got to think about it. You hit somewhere so, like somewhere else that somewhere else is hurting. No. Dude. I'm not buying it. <sighs> Let me say hey to the, let, let's say hey to the new people that jumped on. Shay Renee, we got her. We got with boys. Callie Moses, 87, how are you? What's up, Crush Bound Entertainment, LLC? Miss Mary, hi, Holly. Hi, boyo boy. <laughs> boyo boy. Boye boy. B O U Y E underscore bull. Is that right? I don't know. The official Dana no, Hubbard not. is back. He's got plays coming up in Atlanta. He's from um, like the Northeast area and he just moved to Atlanta. He's going to start producing plays here in Atlanta too. So make sure you check him out. All right, guys. We have somebody who is breaking down all barriers in the studio today. Lauren Wilson, founder of, CEO of I'm In. I love how you say that, how you people say that. I would say I say it, but everybody says it. I mean, nah, everybody, you people, our people, their people, yeah, the the people. The people. people. (laughs) I'm In. She has responsibility responsibility for the development and launch of the I'm In product, which is a scheduling solution in the outsourcing area. So her background is um, call center, but she is a technologist. Like, she's super smart. Her brain works in ways that ours do not. Um, I can't even begin to understand how she does what she does. But outside from launching as a black woman in the technology space, she also has ties and deep roots to fundraising, right? Doing cap raises to fund these companies, like the one she's, she's building and has built. But she's also a philanthropist. She's huge as a volunteerist. Another Michelle ism. (laughs) Volunteerist. A volunteerist. That's a great word. Volunteerist should be a word. It's like you have volunteerism. Yeah, you have volunteerism. She's a volunteerist. It's funny how certain words don't make sense. You know, quotation marks. You say my words don't make sense. No, in general, how certain words literally, if you put like an ed, it doesn't make sense. Like es, it's perfect sense. You know, volunteerist makes perfect sense. She loves the community. (laughs) (laughs) She's on the board of like the Path Foundation, which is literally one of the largest nonprofits. Um, She's just dope, and she is here to tell you how you can be all you can be, and how she did it, and why we need to continue getting behind. People like her with their causes, their vision, their passion, all of those things. So welcome to the show, Lauren Wilson of I'm In. Thank you. Am I in? Yes, I hope you are. I got She brought her publicist with her to make sure (laughs) to make sure I don't screw anything up. There's our publicist right there. What did how'd I do? Was that a good introduction, Kim? She's like, yeah, she won't speak. She's like, it's my client's time. It's not mine. I don't want to take away time from her. Are, are they you, looking at me? Uh, they're looking right at you, girlfriend. The guys are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> their eyes are like popping out of their heads. She has beautiful hair. I just want to start off by saying that. Your Thank hair is you. gorgeous. Thank I know that's not what we're here to talk about. But, you know, looks matter. Like black lives. They matter. See what I did there? <laughs> yeah. She's like, okay, all right. Okay, lady. All right, what's up? Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I love your voice. It's kind of raspy. It is kind of raspy. <laughs> 
Is it always like that? Yeah. Dude, she has a raspy voice too. That's dope. I know, I noticed hers. You did? Yeah. It's a raspy voice coalition. Yeah. We should start a nonprofit. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people start nonprofits for no reason. Yeah, days. but like the raspy like, how do we get the raspy Support the rasp life. Y'all don't know nothing about y'all don't want this smoke. Y'all don't know the problems we endure. And there's gonna be guys like me who are genuinely concerned because we're confused like Wait, what are, are there problems that you endure there <laughs> are problems that we endure aren't there like somebody like me who talks all the time if i talk too much and i want to go do karaoke guess what i can't do karaoke that night that's a problem oh yeah see am i right am i right Singing see the, yeah that sounds like you're just being reckless no <laughs> that's not reckless at all i'm giving the people what they want every day and then i'm giving myself what i want to go do karaoke and i can't fulfill my own needs because I'm too worried about y'all. That's a problem, right? I agree. What's I mean, another problem with the like raspies? That. It is a problem. Yeah. But she's pretty. she got pretty hair. she got a beautiful voice. Her nails Thank are popping. She's you. all the things today. Welcome to the show. Thank you. How are Thanks you? Thanks for having me. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm better now. Yeah. See this? I'm giving her all kinds of compliments to <laughs> try to make her feel. I know. She's like, you're I don't even know what up. to do. <laughs> you're pumping me up. <laughs> so, all right, you're from Atlanta. Yeah, I grew you up are? in like Marietta. So, okay, nice. so you're not a Grady baby. No. I was actually born in Maryland. Oh, oh you were nice. born in Maryland? Yeah. Like in the DMV area? Silver Spring. Okay. Yeah. So how'd you guys end up down in Atlanta? Uh, we moved around every couple of years with my dad. military brat? No, he just, my dad had a job that moved us a bit, a okay. lot. And so, um, yeah, we moved to like North Carolina and then we moved back here. And then once my dad started his own company, we just kind of stayed. Ah, do nice. you see what she said? Started his own company. Entrepreneurialism is in the blood. She can't get away from it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy. I never expected or thought I was going to be an entrepreneur ever. Like, really? I was, was going to ask, what did you want to be when you were you know, growing so up? So I, I, I wanted to be a doctor at one point, which is okay. crazy. I'm like completely off of that. But What type, what type <laughs> of doctor? An like? anesthesiologist. Oh, she wanted to put yeah. people to sleep. Okay, yeah. okay. Night, She's night. like, if I like you, I'll wake you back up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just I never thought I was going to be in the cards. Um, I saw my brother. He started the gathering spot down the street. Um, Wait a minute. Ryan Wilson? Yeah, that's my yeah. brother. Ryan Wilson's your brother? Yeah. yeah. How did That's nowhere in her bio. And I looked stuff up. I didn't see that anywhere. How did I miss that? I, I, I thought it was in the bio. Not no, it's not in my bio. It's not, it's not, it's not in our bio. bio. It's not my bio. Okay, and it I was looked, in a link that I, I got. I did I see I did it. some other stuff on you. Nothing popped up that Ryan Wilson's your brother. But you yes. know what? That's good. Because yeah. you can stand on your own, exactly. girl. You yeah, don't need yeah, him yeah. and all his fame. No, 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 no. No, That's he's the reason why I didn't think I was ever going to do this. Like him, my dad, I saw that so much. I'm like, I just don't know if entrepreneurship is, you know, they're out. Okay. It's, yeah. I just here saw I am. Ryan. Um, at, he was in... Um, Edmund Park. I was at Barcelona. Oh. And he walked by. I had the baby on his. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, and I know who your dad is Wait. now, so it makes sense. I was with him. Wait a minute. I was with you. You walked. I was sitting on, at Bar On you know, Saturday? With Bam? Yes. Wait a minute. You're I his. I, you, yes. oh my God. <laughs> I was like, wait. I'm Edmund Park. I was literally in front of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Father, well, glad so to wait, see all of us were left, in the same You left your glasses area. in Bam's car. No. That wasn't you, your uh -uh. sister. He said somebody left his glasses in his car. I thought it was somebody in Ryan's family. Mm-mm. I mean. But is that hilarious? Yeah, that's crazy. So wait, that was you? Yes, that was my whole family. That was my mom, my dad, everybody. I saw, the, I saw your dad. Yeah. I literally was right behind my dad. How crazy. <gasps> yeah, that's crazy. This, But this is Atlanta. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Atlanta. It's the like, biggest, smallest city in the, the world. It's the biggest, <laughs> small city. And, that's crazy. Know, the high, I got to tell him. You got to. Once you. I don't know how to say this without sounding pompous, but the. 
the closer you get to the smaller circles, the yeah. smaller the circle. Right, is. right, right. You understand right. what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. No, that's crazy. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize. I, yeah. I spoke to Bam though. Yeah, I, I remember, but I, I don't remember you. Yeah, I remember like. I didn't look at the table. I just spoke and kept it pushing. But right. And that crazy. was rude, by the way. Okay. <laughs> wow. You should have been like, hey. I didn't know who was sitting there. <laughs> Kim is dying. She's like going to fall off her chair. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> I'm just joking. You know. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Okay. All right. Keep going as you, with your story. All right. As you no, mean. I was just saying entrepreneurship. I, I never thought that that was the journey for me. You know, right. I just, I saw so much of that and I was just kind of like, I'm good. I, what turned you off from it? Um, just, there's just a lot behind the scenes to run your own company. You know, I think, um, as an employee, which I've been that as well, it's, it's just, there's not a lot, there's, there's a lot less you have to deal with, I guess. Right. Um, obviously when you're running something, everyone's turning to you and everything is kind of on your shoulders. And I've seen, you know, my dad go through that, still going through that. And my brother as well, starting the guy on spot from the ground up. So it just, I don't know. I just was comfortable in my little lane. And I just didn't think it was it was something that was for me. I, I always said that I would have to love what I was going to do in order to do that. And so it just kind of fell on my lap, and here I am. So let's talk about that, because you said, okay, I want to be a doctor. You went to the worst school in the world, <laughs> University of Georgia. So you went to U.S. So let's put that. I went and graduated from U.S. Okay. I am a Gator. I play, okay. Wait, you're an AKA. I am. <gasps> oh, this is... Okay, well, I need y'all to. Hey, now, I need y'all to get over it, okay? Because <laughs> either we can now, fight or hug. I on heard it. you say line sister, but I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. Ugh, I gotta regroup. No, this is so this I is like Michelle's. Her. I'm conflicted. Place. I'm conflicted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm conflicted. Yeah, no, I'm definitely George all the way. Go dogs. And I love that you're not gonna sway either. Like, I will it's not both sway. Headstrong. I am super into sports, especially college football. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so. You, you broke her heart. No yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm hurting over here. I'm not even going to lie. I'm hurting <laughs> over here. So, because, so you end up going to Georgia and I you did. think you're going to be a doctor. So, you, do you major in, like, biology? or? When so, I started off school um, pre-med. And then okay. I switched over to more. I was a communication studies major. So, what um, what drove that change? So, I thought I wanted to be in sports broadcasting. Right. Because nice. so, you were you were in sports. You're one of your first jobs out of school was sports, Yeah. Right? yeah. So, I had an internship um, down the road at 11 Alive yeah. in the sports department. And it just wasn't. It just. And I don't know if it was because it was at the news station. Sports at the news station is just like a two-second clip, you know? It's just not a big thing. So gotcha. I don't know if that would, if that's what drove it, but I was just kind of like, eh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if this is what I want to do. And I was about to graduate, and my parents, they always used to joke, like, come work with us, come work with us. And I would be like, heck no. This oh. is their second venture in this space, and I'm like... Because your dad was... Did he do, like... Con- was he in construction? Mm-mm. What was it? What's your dad? He's in, He was in this same field. He had another call center called Ryla. Oh, right. That's right. Call That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, okay. And so he started this one um, about around the time I was about to graduate and he was like, just come, why don't you come work with us? Right. And I'm like, Let's that build sounds this legacy. horrible. I do not want to work with <laughs> that's, that's, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had to listen to y'all. So you had your mind. Right. right. But then it just started to make sense as we started to talk about it more. I'm like, this makes sense. Um, and I'm, I'm very glad I went that way. I'm fortunate. I was able to kind of move around in the company, which I know I wouldn't have had that experience somewhere else. Because um, I was trying to figure out, like, where I wanted to be, what I wanted to do. I started right. off on the HR side of the house. Um and was, um, you know, more involved with the people. They have about 1,500 employees, so very involved in engaging those employees and on the HI Star House with my mom. And then I switched over to more of the operations side of the house and um, was working more with my dad. I thought, honestly, I was going to be on the path to take that from him, take the company. I was preparing for that, and oh. then it just kind of 
went another way. Okay. But, so yeah. hold hold that thought because I want to talk about that because that's what happens. I mean, I think yeah. you almost, I guess I've never gotten a calling to join the, you know, to be a, a clergy, but entrepreneurship is almost like a calling. Like yeah. you get like something says follow me you know what I mean? <laughs> and you're like <laughs> well maybe not that dark but <laughs> well or follow me you know or that's the song like, raspy voice like, you know they're like that yeah, that's yeah, song yeah. No. yeah kanye oh that yeah, song okay yeah, yeah. yeah okay all right when well, we come back <laughs> so i want to talk about how that shift happened because there are a lot of people listening mm-hmm. that are trying to figure out if that shift is happening or should happen yeah for them right yeah. guys you're listening to according to michelle on real 1100 a.m with the one and only Michelle Taylor Willis. We've got Lauren Wilson in the house. The last name makes absolute <laughs> sense now. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about her, her entrepreneurial journey, what she's doing, founding companies, raising money, uh, all these things. But 5 o'clock, it's senseless shenanigans. I hope you got something good for us. Guys, don't go anywhere. Don't touch anything except the volume button because we'll be right back. <laughs> I show up to help the child who's in foster care because she lost her parents to drug addiction. The child who lived in motels, cars, and shelters. Using a garbage bag as a makeshift suitcase. I show up to support that child's well-being. And because I do, she's twice as likely to find a safe, permanent home. I'm a court-appointed special advocate, a CASA volunteer, an everyday person like you, specially trained to protect only the best interests of the child. You can show up for foster children in your community. Learn how at AtlantaCasa.org. That's AtlantaCasa.org. Historic Morris Brown College is back. Founded in 1881, Georgia's first and only HBCU, founded by African Americans, just made history by achieving accreditation candidacy in April 2021. The first HBCU to rebound after a 20-year hiatus. Sometimes in life, you only get one chance to make a significant difference and be a part of history. Well, that opportunity is now. Are you a young person seeking a higher education or an adult wanting to complete your degree? Want to join a collegiate family? Well, now here is your chance. Join forces by enrolling at Mars Brown College's restoration class and become a part of the hard reset. Additionally, you may also assist Mars Brown by making your tax-deductible contributions today. For more information on how you can enroll or give to this historically black college located in the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, please visit morrisbrown.edu. Low-cost, innovative academic programs, and one of the most affordable HBCUs in the state of Georgia. Visit Morris Brown. And now, an important message from Steve Harvey. I've been thinking about this thing, right? This pandemic, it just isn't over yet. We got the vaccines. I got mine. You might have yours. And when you get that, it's kind of tempting. You want to go to the beach. You want to show up at the club. I'm not scolding you or nothing like that. I'm a performer. I'm tired of doing my shows with no audience. I get it. But listen to this. Don't think just because you got the vaccine that you could just go crazy. We are not quite there yet. Don't let your guard down now. Just follow the current safety guidelines. Wearing your mask is the best way to get it done. I know the mask is hot. I got it. But you know what's hotter than these masks? Staying healthy. Now that's hot. And that's pretty fly if you ask me. Now we need to all keep it together, okay? This is Uncle Steve telling you, let's unite to prevent. For more information, visit unitetoprevent.org. Michelle. Michelle.
It is 5 o'clock. Welcome back to According to Michelle here on Real Radio 1100 AM. We are in the heart of Atlanta. It is a beautiful week. It is a beautiful day. And I'd like to give you guys a personal invitation to see me and join me on October 22nd and October 23rd. I will be performing in Secrets of Smyrna, which is a walking tour around nine uh, specific exhibits, I guess. In Smyrna, Georgia. I am stop number eight of nine. And I am playing Aunt Fanny. Aunt Fanny, if you guys remember or know, is um, she owned a restaurant in Smyrna called Aunt Fanny's Cabin. One of the most famous places literally in the nation. And uh, she made great food and a lot of famous people, presidents, um, dignitaries, notables, would stop at Aunt Fanny's Cabin to eat. And so I am, uh, I will be playing her. On October 22nd and 23rd, it's brought to you by the Smyrna Arts Council. You can go on their website and grab your ticket and come see me. I'm giving you a personal invite. I mean, it's just me and you talking, the two of us. I mean, if somebody gives you a personal invite, you got to come show up. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. <laughs> Shout out to everybody on Instagram. We got some newbies. Clint C. Brantley, how's it going? Founding Females Academy. Excuse me. Hi. How are you doing? Miss Oh, Mary Pozzanel. Mary po- I feel like I know I'm saying this wrong, but hi to you uh, mm-hmm. and everybody on Facebook. I do want to give a special shout out to my friend Chandon Carter, who is the founder of the Rice Awards. The Rice Awards are happening Saturday, September 24th, the day after the most amazing day in the world. And if you guys forgot her birthday, there just you make go. sure that we're on the same page here. There you, you go. Know, is it God forbid. Libra? I'm the first day of Libra. Yes. Usually the first day of fall. All new things happen. <laughs> and she will not let you forget. And I won't let you <laughs> I'm like that it. with my birthday too. Well, when is your uh, birthday? June 20th. Okay. okay. Time. I don't know what sign that is because Libra is the only one that matters. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not that she's, you know, ruthless or anything. She just doesn't care that much. <laughs> yeah, she just doesn't care that much. <laughs> Um, all right, so it's 5 o'clock. It's time for Senseless Shenanigans. Senseless Shenanigans is brought to us by Infinity of South Atlanta. Make sure you go and check out Alan Rochelle. I was about to say Clint C. Brantley, <laughs> who was the last person that jumped in on Instagram. Instagram. That's the name I check had. Check him out, too. Yeah. yeah, you should check him out, too, uh, next time he's in Atlanta. That's what he just put in the comments. Um, but make sure you go check them out. They can do anything you need. Don't have the best credit. That's okay. They can probably find a way to work with you. Got great credit? Oh, you're walking away with a car. Make sure you go say hey to Alan and the guys in Union City at Infinity of South Atlanta. And be sure to tell them MT Dubs sent you. All right. What is the senseless shenanigans for the day? Shenanigans! 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 All right, guys. So today's episode of Why Women Live Longer. Um, literally, there's this new phenomenon that has come to social media attention, and my boy Greg has brought it to my attention as well. So we all are familiar with UFC and MMA fighting, right? Yeah. Like how it's literally every Saturday, and you know, it's it's like a big event. So it's very bloody. Yes, yes, sells, but it sells out. We can all agree. It's you know, yeah. people stop what they're doing to make sure those tickets are sold or those events are watched, right? Right. Well, there's this new thing starting overseas, and it has the same concept, same everything, MMI, uh, MMA format style, but instead of fighting in a square ring, they're fighting in telephone booths. Wait, you can't fit more than one person in a telephone booth. I don't understand. Well, statistically, you are correct. But, you know, the MMA style, you know, 
I want to say height of guys is really slim and whatnot. So realistically, you can't get two skinny dudes or skinny girls in there. Don't they kick? Yeah, see, now, exactly. You're taking a lot out of it. It is literally, <laughs> like, hand-on-hand, face-to-face combat. It is, it's funny, but at the same time, it's like, it's what are we senseless. watching? It's yeah. Sen- why, well, who does this, and who thought of it? Um, this is in America? No, 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 overseas, overseas. Okay, because that's stupid. I'm just <laughs> I mean, it is. I don't care. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. No, you're right. Every that's round my opinion. doesn't even last to 30 seconds to a minute because, you know, normally the other MMA fights Because the person is dead? Well, I mean, yeah, knocked out formally, but... Yeah, but definitely guys made this sport. And I just wanted to ask you guys, what can we do as men to last longer in this world? Like, what are Stop the ideas? Stop being stupid. That, but that's like a funny idea. It's like profitable, but at the same time, like, who sat down and said, yeah, this is what we're going to do? Who did sit down? Greg, since you told him about it, you watch it? I saw a clip on Instagram, <laughs> and I saw sport publications posting it. And it had millions and millions of views. Oh, my God. Because yeah. there's not only fighting in a phone booth, there is uh, what they call karjitsu, in which they are wrestling in a car, which with all the all the seats, there it's a, in a convertible. So at least they, they get that, ki- that type of room. <laughs> but, in a convertible. <laughs> but they, um, so they, they have that. It, it's, I think... In in places like Russia or you know somewhere in the uh, underground bunker in Germany somewhere there are these kinds of sporting events. Do they wrap their hands? Uh, now yeah, they have like real the MMA gloves and all. Some yeah. use wraps, some use gloves, some use nothing. So it's all all subject to what you agree to. Is this coming to the United States? Coming to your America soon? No, probably. You know it us. M- it might be a couple of years. I mean, if you've seen How the... could that even be regulated? Well, Look, if it's it? sanctioned, then, you it's know, because like, he was yeah. asking, like, is it assault? Like, no, if That's it's sanctioned, crazy. then it's not assault. Oh, let me show Instagram <laughs> and Facebook this. Look at this, y'all. This yeah, is the dumbest. I'm not, I'm not signing ever. up for that. Look, okay, here we go. These guys are sta- literally standing outside of a phone booth that looks like they're in Britain. Great Britain. Well, that's the just that's the type of phone booth they used, you know. Yeah. Oh, they don't do it like in the street. They bring oh, the phone. Oh God, no! Yeah, it's, <laughs> in a, it's like in a on a sound <laughs> stage or something. Oh, I was thinking they like out in public. Like, yeah, part, they're yeah. like, all right, they walk <laughs> off the street. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be funnier. That would be well more. Um, that would be that'd dumber. Be very, very as dumb as it would be, it'd be very organized, you know, because it's like you got to get that in order, but not to get caught. I don't understand how you. What, how are they fighting? You, if anything, they're kissing. One, I know, right? You're one, that close. One man hops on the one diagonal side. The other man hops uh, on the other. Then when they close the booth, they come together face to face. Yeah. Yep. That's, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Throw that in the trash and <laughs> fight. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. I didn't say it. I did really well. Yeah, I'm proud of you. I did a great job. All right. That was stupid and senseless. Thank you for nothing. Of course. Anytime. I don't ever, week. I don't want to. I mean, seriously. Thank you for that inspiration to be senseless. Hey, you started <laughs> off the show. Any You can be anything you want to be today, right? <laughs> Literally, if you want to fight in phone booths or cars with no tops in it, it's an option, okay? You may have to move to a remote location like Russia or Germany, but it's an option. But okay? you can absolutely do anything you want to do. You can do what you want to do. Oh, goodness. In living color. Kim is I, the only one that knows. I hope that's not your theme you're song. You're 13 and you're 18. <laughs> but I hope that's not their theme song. So going nobody into that. knows. <laughs>
Nobody knows what that was. Thank you, Jarrell. Since what's your name is. Of course. Brought just by Infinity of South Atlanta. All right, we got a beautiful woman in the house, but beauty is just where it all starts. She is so full of brains. She comes from an amazing family. Um, and she didn't know she was going to be an entrepreneur, but now she has like, literally launched an app that can change and likely will change the way we do business, especially in the in the call center space. Lauren Wilson, founder and CEO of I'm In. That's I-M-I-N. And uh, when we went to break, she was kind of telling us how she made the transition. She didn't want to be um, an entrepreneur because she's seen this in her house. And she started her own journey. And then something happened. She's not going into sports. And something happened and said, all right, I'm going to go work with my family. Like, what happened? Did they just wear you down? Or were you like, yeah, I just, I can't do this anymore. I got to do something. Well, when I first started with my family, it just, it just made sense at the time. Um, I was about to go back to school um, to get a master's in HR. My mom worked in HR. And it just made sense. The synergies were just there. And the opportunity for me to be able to grow within the company and learn. Um, my dad has been very intentional, and I'm, I'm blessed for him. But he's been very intentional when, when I first started working to just put me in the room. Mm. He would be... He would tell everyone, hey, this is my daughter. She may not have anything to say. I was a new professional, but he was very intentional on putting me in the room so I could start to learn. And so from there, it just kind of morphed into different roles. I, I ran a few different departments at the company and was kind of trying to figure out where I wanted to be, what I liked, which I think is a blessing because if I would have gone the traditional corporate route, you kind of have the job and you stick to that route. But I, I bounced around and was able to get my feet wet in a bunch of different areas and kind of understand the problems of the business, learning business just as a whole and what my interests were. So how did you come to the realization that you needed to jump out on your own and do the exact opposite of what you thought you would. You never thought you worked for your family. You yeah. ended up doing that. Right. Never thought you'd be an entrepreneur. Like, what, what happened at that point? Yeah, so um, there's a problem in the industry around absenteeism, and I was involved in a lot of conversations around that and how can we fill that gap um, in that industry. There's about 15... In the call center industry. Yes, in the outsourced yeah. BPO call center industry. Um, there's about 15 to 20% every single day of the workforce that call out, that don't come. And that's lost revenue for the company. Right. The company can only bill when someone is there taking a phone call for the customers. And so we were trying to, we were throwing all, all throwing out all these ideas like a bonus or whatever these artificial things were for the employees to see if they would come to work. And it, it wasn't working. And so I think I brought a different mindset to the team um, of you know, seasoned, I'll say, professionals, uh, and have been in, they've been in the space for a long time. And so I think how the younger generation of people, we think differently. Right. Um, there's just examples of my dad, like, even on the bonus thing, he'd be like, okay, we can pay, we can pay it out at the end of the year. I'm like, that's an eternity from right. now. We want things now. Like, yeah. so started to just try to think about how can we make these hours available? The hours that we're, that we're losing right now, how can we make them available? And started to develop this application to where if someone had a nine to five schedule and called out, I was pushing them out through the application. Really, this was really just an internal thing. 
um, to try to make up some of the hours. Now, so this is as you're you've developed the app at this point, or yeah. So you literally, and this is this is how startup works, guys. If you don't real eleven hundred AM listeners, Instagram, Facebook at Michelle Taylor Willis. If you're not familiar with the startup world or the tech world, the whole premise behind this quote unquote movement is. What's the problem mm-hmm. and solve it? Right, you know, exactly. find the problem and solve it. That's really the basis for what startup was and is, right? Yep, exactly. So, working in the company, you saw saw a problem, the problem. Yeah. So, I worked with a company that I'm fortunate, I'm blessed to have them too. Um, they're, I'm about to part ways because I'm bringing my development team in house, but um, worked with a company with a vision of just like, okay, we have all of these lost hours. How can we make them available to a pool of people? So. I started to build that pool of people through terminations. Again, this was just a test. So okay. individuals that were about to be termed, I had all terms routed to me. So I so I work for your company. Mm-hmm. I say, I'm calling out today. I'm mm-hmm. not coming in. I go into a bucket of, you're about to be fired. Well, people that were determined for a lot of different reasons. I got my schedule. It. it doesn't work. My mom is sick now. I'm going back to school. People that were leaving the company. Gotcha. I was calling them myself and being like, hey, we have a program now. Um, You can work a minimum of 10 hours, work up to 40 if your schedule allows for this week. And I really was just testing to see if they would they would work the hours that we typically would have lost because you had a schedule and you didn't come today. Got it. So you have a schedule. Got it. Come today. Put those hours on the application. And I built the thing of the pool as like Uber drivers. You can't the app doesn't matter unless you have the driver to pick you up. That's right. So I was building the pool of people. Okay, we have all these absenteeism hours who can work them. People who are trained, we've trained them, we've invested in them already, but they're about to leave the company because of whatever because of these, all these reasons these are. Reasons. They're good workers. We would love to keep them. Right. Got it. So you build a pool of workers that can't work because of the hours. Because of, yeah, whatever the, the schedule and COVID was happening at this time. Right. So they're sick, parents are sick, whoever's sick. Um, yeah, so I started to just build this pool. And, and this is all manual at this point. At this point, it was all manual. Yeah. And so I would see, okay, Lauren had a scheduled day. Lauren's not here. Let's put those hours in the application. And they were working them. I made up almost $900,000 in revenue last year. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Okay. So at what point did you say, I can envision an app for this? And how did you get the money to do it? Yeah. So, so because it was an in-house product, it started with the company. I was building this product for the Got for it. the company. Right. Which really, was a big advantage, right? Right. It was a big advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was able to, again, I, there was no expectation for this to be spun out into anything. It really was just like, how can we as a company optimize the workforce that we have and make sure that these hours are seen somewhere for people who we've invested in and paid and trained um, can work them. And so that just, I started it re- literally like that. And then- Saw it was it was going it was going great. There was success with it, um, and then I expanded it to uh, the full time population. So that's kind of more of a part time model. I expanded it to the full time population to where really kind of trying to revolutionize the space and allow people to get to their forty hours how it makes sense. I think we saw during COVID that the traditional nine to five come into the office that doesn't people don't want that anymore people want flexibility they want to be able to have a work-life balance and so that's what i'm trying to create and this this that's what you're creating that's what i'm not trying to do anything that's what i'm creating creating it um and it's it's generally for people who don't have access to that flexibility right Right. so in this specific company um there's about 98 percent women a bunch of those women are single moms 
which is speaks to why they're absent. My child's sick. They have things going on Absolutely. at home. Absolutely. And so they don't have the they don't have the flexibility that they need. And so I'm trying to target. No, you are targeting. I am targeting <laughs> um, a specific you know group of people that that aren't usually given those benefits. And so it's a benefit for both them and the company. They're giving fle- they're given flexibility, but then the company is it's a revenue generator. It's a revenue makeup. It's a retention Absolutely. tool. Absolutely. You almost a million dollars of lost revenue. Right. You were able to bring back to you. I know your dad was like, "Thank God she's here." Yeah. And then when you left, he's like, "Wait a minute." Yeah, well they're a customer. They're a customer now, <laughs> which is funny. Customer. Yeah, they're my first customer. Um so that's that's been cool too. Um cuz I've been all as I'm developing, they're able to kind of get the benefits of the things that I'm continuing to develop with the application. But. So you were literally able to develop an app on somebody else's dime, basically, mm-hmm. and while you were getting paid, right? Mm-hmm. And so the reason, obviously, I asked that question, right, is because especially in the charter space, if, if you're building a product and, um, you know, you've got, to, you've got to develop this concept, mm-hmm. I mean, it's at minimum, you could build a bad Mm-hmm. MVP mm-hmm. for 15 grand, right? Yeah, I right. mean, or minimally viable product for those of you who are, that's yeah, like I, the, the initial kind of concept. Yeah, capital is um, definitely needed. It got real. It got real for me once it was officially spun out. It was, I was on my own. I'm not paying myself. I That's when I went through a fundraising round. So yeah, so talk, let's talk about that. So yeah. at what point do you say, bye dad? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I got it. I'm taking this show on the road. Yeah. So once I started to see the success of it, um, <laughs> honestly, it was She's like, I got plenty of money. <laughs> right? We were making up a bunch of revenue. It was a retention tool on the full time side because people are picking their schedule. And so it was saving the company a bunch of money, but also happier employees because they were able to do what they wanted to do. And so um, I pitched it to the board and was like. I want this to be a separate company. I think this could benefit other companies like this one. And went through that whole process of um, spinning it out to be its own corporation. And then from there, like I said, it got real because now I there is no company anything. It's its own situation. So, But it's cool that you were able to take, because theoretically, if that were any other company other than your family, there's yeah. no way you could have built that platform right. and taken that right. and made your yeah, own. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And that's great. really what the deal was. I, the IP that I built in the company, it was exchange. You can go start your own company, but we will have a piece of it because of the IP that you built here. Um, <laughs> Dad is like, I don't care who you are. I'm getting my- <laughs> that was the board. It was a tough crowd. They were yeah. like, they were like, wait, you're going where? <laughs> but so, that's smart, and I get it. Yeah. So um, went through a fundraising round. Um, fortunate to have black uh, investors, which is dope. Um, they're they're out of Atlanta, Collab Capital. Um, and so, yeah, they invested a million dollars, closed on that in, like, March time Congratulations. Thank Did you. you do, like, a friends and family or anything like that, or you went straight to the... I went straight. Okay. Yeah. No one else has really invested... No friends or family has invested thus far. Got it. Um, Yeah. So, raised that and then worked to automate the processes that I was talking about and really was a one-man one show with my development team. I, I, I was trying... I'm frugal. And I wanted to make sure I was hiring people at the right time yeah. and trying to, you know, get the most out of the investment that I received. Absolutely. And um, so I have a vision of where I'm trying to go and what I'm trying to accomplish. And so I've been working with the development team to, to do so and 
probably like July-ish, I started to hire individuals. I have a team of six people now. Yay, congratulations. Um, thank you. And we went to market officially August 1st. So let's talk about, I want to break down before we go to break here in a couple minutes. Let's break down how you were able to go after that capital, right? And yeah. do that fundraising because that's not easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, pitch decks and pitching and yeah. like if you don't do it right, you don't like you get no's constantly. Yeah. So how did you know, okay, you go off, you break off, you start the company and you're like, I need capital. Mm-hmm. How did you know where to start where to go, mm-hmm. how to do a pitch deck, yeah. how to pitch. Like, what did all of that minutia look like? Because there are people here listening on Real 1100 AM, Facebook, Instagram, that want to know, what do I do? Yeah. Um. So I got an introduction to, I think it was through my dad, to one um, in potential investor. And they introduced me to a few. Mm. And all of those were no's. And it was honestly very interesting because I had stats and I had users on the application. I have a customer. I'm not starting from scratch. And all of them told me I was too early, even though they're seed investors. Um, I was too early. I need to get to one, two million dollars in revenue. And I'm like, okay, but I need money to, to do, do that. that. And that's that's what happens, right? That's like, the cra- That was crazy to experience that because right. I'm like, I, I have users. I have a customer. I have an app. I have a product. I have all of that. I have how it performed when it was in-house. I have all of that. And they're still telling me I'm too early. So it's just, it's. I don't, I don't know if I want to make it a, a race thing, but it was... Were they very, all white? Yes. Okay. And white males just, or... Yeah. I, really? all, I think all of them were white males. It was just interesting to... Because it, it's like, at what point do our companies have the credentials or whatever you're looking for, you know, in order for us to, to actually build companies? Because in order for us to build these companies, we need capital to do so. Um, Who did your initial pitch decks? You so did- I so I worked with um, it's a company called Tantrum. Okay, they're out of Atlanta so you as well. Somebody mm-hmm. did kind of okay. That's smart. They're out of Atlanta as well, um, and they're kind of like branding is their is what they do, and they helped me kind of develop the story, what I'm going to be talking about because I had the vision of like what the product is, mm-hmm. but me putting that on into words of like right. making it like a slogan and all that. That's they did all that. They helped right. me with all that. Um, and so, yeah, I worked with them. There's been many iterations. I think that's another thing I would say to entrepreneurs. I think it, if you're if you're starting out, it can get discouraging. Like even with your product, it can get discouraging. Like I thought my product was going to be here, and now I got to take a detour, and it needs to have this feature or whatever you didn't think was going to happen. That's like the beauty of a startup, right? You can you can kind of make what you want it to be. And so I've kind of embraced that process of what do I want this to be? Where do I want it to go? What do I want the 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 model like? Um, with this application, with this company. So, yeah, it, I hired a company, worked with them to develop um, a pitch deck so I could start pitching to these potential investors. Um, and, yeah, Collab was another one that I pitched to. They have a model of trying to invest in black founders. And they are, are they all black? They're all black. all black. Okay, hold that thought. We got to take a quick break. I love this story. These are the things that people don't hear and nobody yeah. will tell them, right? Yeah. About exactly what to do, how to do it, the challenges, all of these things. Guys, we got Lauren Wilson in the house here on According to Michelle. She's talking all things startup. Her incredible app she's got for scheduling um, and outsourcing specifically in the call center space and how she built it, how she's getting it funded, how she's growing and eventually scaling this thing. You're not going to get the story here anywhere else other than here on According to Michelle at 530. 
You can call in for Ask Michelle at 404-603-8770, sponsored by Coca-Cola Bottling Company United. So I would suggest that the only thing you do right now is get your phone ready to call in and talk to Lauren. We got more according to Michelle on the backside of this break. So what's the asking price on this house? Uh, you'd probably be more comfortable living somewhere else. How long a lease is the landlord looking for? Well, I'm sure you can afford to live here, but... What are the schools like in this district? Yeah, we have twins in the fifth grade. Uh, this neighborhood isn't really for your kids. Know what I mean? If you're black, Latino, Asian American, or Middle Eastern, and a real estate agent or rental agent says anything like this, you know what it means. You're being discriminated against. Housing discrimination because of race, color, or national origin is against the law. If you believe you've experienced housing discrimination, contact HUD. Go to HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Fair housing. The law is on your side. A message from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. More and more these days, it feels like sports are losing out to hype. Who dissed who? Who signed the fattest contract? Who got busted for cheating? Lost 2 is the unique capacity sports have to inspire us, to unite us. Well, great news, sports fans. Sports are still being played for the right reasons. They're still as entertaining as they are character building. You just have to know where to find it. And you only have to look as far as your local Georgia high school. You know, the place where the games are exciting, concessions are affordable, and the parking is free. Where the emphasis is on hustle and heart instead of hype. If you prefer real, honest-to-goodness sport played for all the right reasons, you'll find it at your hometown high school. High School Sports. Games are being played this weekend at a Georgia high school near you. Okay, everybody, who's in? This message presented by the Georgia High School Association and the Georgia Athletic Directors Association. Hi, everyone! It's time for Ask Michelle. That's me! All right, guys, welcome back to According to Michelle with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM. Radio broadcasting out of beautiful Atlanta. It's another hot week. It's the second summer, as I understand. It's second summer. And that means I have the whole week to get back to the pool. Yeah, they said we just got through the fake fall. We got through fake fall. It's like 90s this week. It is. I know. It's so nice outside. It's time for Ask Michelle, brought to us by Coca-Cola Bottling Company United. I just drank all of my AHA water. But I do see an Aquas Frescas over there, and that is what they are pushing right now, guys. I'm telling you, Aquas Frescas tastes awesome. What I do with it, because it's still a lot less calories, but what I do is I get some water. And then I'll pour some aguas frescas in it. Okay. And then I'll pour a little aha water in it. So I have a, like, bubbly. And, and it's probably still, in this whole big thing, it's probably still 10, like, 10 calories maybe. But it tastes amazing. And it's bubbly and it's all these things. What's up, Troy? So it's great. So make sure you check them out and make sure you tell them the MTW sent you. If you want to talk to Lauren or me, you can. 404-603-8770. It's Ask Michelle, but really it's Ask my guest is in here. Ask Michelle just kind of had like the little ring to it. And this is my Some show. Flavor, it seemed like, you know? seemed like it made sense. Okay. So while we were on break, we got Lauren Wilson in the house. She's founder 
of IMEN. Um, she has been in the tech space and the call center space specifically, mm-hmm. and she developed an app for scheduling, basically for scheduling employees that call out and being able to use them and kind of like recycle. <laughs> it's like the recycling of employees. It's really smart. I just kind of came up with that. Yeah. You can use it if you'd yeah. like to. Um, I'll take one to two percent. <laughs> now, John. Right. Um, and so she she developed this app. But what's interesting is, you know, and I'm going to turn this around so you guys can see it. She is a black female in the tech, the startup space. And while we were on break, we were talking about the challenges that she had. So she came out, she had an MVP, a a test product, basically a proof of concept. She had users on her app. She had an app developed, users. um, She had a client. She actually had a customer that was using it. And she went to investors. And tell us about the investors you went to and what happened. Yeah, so I was just saying it was interesting that when I have all those things, things that typically when you're a startup, you may not have them, right? You're you're wanting someone to invest in your idea and what you believe it could become. And there was part of that for me, but I, I did have a client. I did have users on the platform. Um, I had a test case. It had been proven, all of that. And a good majority, what really collab was the only yes that I received Um all of the pitches that I made, it, it, they, I was told no. I was too early. And these are investors that, you know, claim to be seed investors or early stage investors. And just said I was a little too early. I didn't have enough proof of concept. I didn't have enough clients. I didn't have enough revenue. Things that as a startup you don't have. I didn't. I, I typically you typically don't. Right. You have an idea, and I had more than an idea. And I was confident going into these conversations because I knew I had more than an idea and more than an idea and was still told no. I've- so so talk to us about the difference between Collab, mm-hmm. who is the, the, the investment, um, were they, they're angel, were they, they're no. not private equity? Private no, equity? they're just a, no, they're not private equity, they're VC. Just VCs, okay. Mm-hmm. Not just VCs, but you know what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what's the difference between Collab? That VC group mm-hmm. and the five or six ones before then, mm-hmm. I told you no. Mm-hmm. So Collab is interested in investing in black founders, black women as well. Um, they have a model that when they invest, um, you're able to get some of your equity back, which is an interesting thing for for um, companies because they want they want black founders to be able to own. That's another thing I was talking about, that if we do get to an investor saying yes, um, sometimes it's at a high price and we have to give away a lot of our company in order to to do that. And I think in a lot of times, you know, entrepreneurs do that or founders do that because I need the capital in order for the business to be sustained and to continue. But I have to give away so much of what I've built in order to do that. And so Collab has a completely different model. They specifically are tar- targeting black and brown founders and you know want to make sure that we are getting the capital that we need in order to continue to grow our businesses and allow us to own our businesses at the same time which is really important because if your business grows enough and you're able to exit you a lot of times don't get to realize the benefits of all of your hard work right because someone you know, took sixty percent of your company exactly. and gave you five hundred thousand dollars. Right, exactly. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, it's like really. Right, you'll take sixty percent. Could you at least give me like fifty, sixty million? Right. Like make it worth 60%, it. Sixty percent. I need millions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> no, but it's interesting. 
and like I said, this is what we were talking about on the break because you had this string of founders that said, no, we're not going to give you money. You need a million, two million dollars in revenue. You need this, you need this, you need this. Mm -hmm. And you had all these things lined up. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, we know the statistic Mm -hmm. that we just looked up. Mm -hmm. 85% of black owned, black brown businesses will not ever reach a million dollars in revenue. A profit. That was They'll a never profit, even right? reach yeah, a profit. A they won't profit, even make money. Yeah. Won't even make money. Yeah. So how are you as an investment group, as VCs, as anybody who's saying we want to pour money into your company mm-hmm. and partner with you, mm-hmm. how are you telling me as a black woman mm-hmm. that I need to have all of this when mm-hmm. you know 85% of my community mm-hmm. will never Exactly. How is that even a thing? Exactly. I have one other story just came to mind. One of the guys who was in, who I pitched to in one of the companies, he called me separately and was like, um, I, I'm really interested personally. I would like to invest my own. I have a group of people that I've kind of brought together to invest on our own. And I think my response to him was, I think he was surprised. So he named some top guy at a tech company in town and he was like, he's willing to invest. And I think, again, as entrepreneurs, I think especially when you're starting out, you're like throwing big names at it. You're, 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 you know, inclined to be like, well, yeah, I'm going to take an investment from them because they've grown this company to that. I asked, well, so is this a mutually beneficial? So when you invest, or is, is this person going to help me start my business? Are they going to get me into the tech world? Are they going to, you know, introduce me to the developers? Like, what's the benefit for me in this investment? He was like, I mean, I'd have to get back. He's really busy. I'm like, <laughs> you know, what you mean? all money is not good money, <laughs> right. you know? And that's, that's I, I know that all businesses are not, you know, in the, they, they need the money. So we have to take it sometimes. And I get that. But, you know, sometimes getting a business with some of these people, it's like, okay, Thank you for you know telling me all these big names, but at the end of the day, you basically told me you're just going to be writing me a check, and those people end up being the most pain in your butt people. That's right. That's right. You have all That's the questions, right. and I have to yep. present all this information to you, and you don't help me at all. Yeah. And so, I've I've. This is I've just actually recently told another VC no, and that's not because I won't need the money, but I am kind of going out on faith here and believing that I'm going to, we've had 27 demos in like six weeks, which is crazy. So I'm going on in faith that some of those are going to turn into contracts. And I would rather do that than to take an investment to have extra money in the bank right now, because I just, I don't, I've seen that dynamic. I've seen, you know, us have to answer to these individuals. Um, and it's not partnering. And I'm just like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Like, so if you had, if you had three things, three words of advice or statements of advice or suggestions, Mm -hmm. let's call them Mm -hmm. for founders Mm -hmm. in the startup space or not. Right. But I want to say startup because that's where, you know, when people are really, really going after this money. Right. And there, and we know there's a lot of money out there. Right. There's a lot of money out mm-hmm. there. Black money, white money, whatever. Right. Purple money. <laughs> what are three suggestions that you would give a founder that's going after and that they know you're going to need money in order to make this work? Yeah. So I would say be relentless and you have to believe in your product more than anyone else. I think that there's a lot of questions and due diligence and things that go on in that process that kind of make you start to question like, okay, like, do I, am I not far enough along? Like, do I not have the right team members? Do I not like whatever these questions are, 
But you have to be, you have to believe in your product more or whatever you're trying to get someone to invest in more than anyone else. So that's number one. Two, like I just said, and I know that this is, I guess it could be controversial, but all money is not good money. Mm -hmm. And that's a, that's a thing that I think as black and brown people, we have to start getting more comfortable with and on it and keep it in the ecosystem. Like there's more black VCs popping up now than ever before. Mm. Let's go there. Right. Because I think they have interest in us as founders, as black people. And I think that when someone, you know, flashes a check in front of your face and you know, you need this. Because, you know, you need that. Right. Money. Yeah. It, sometimes it yeah. can be like, well, dang, like, should I just take it? But I've I've like I said, I've witnessed, I think um, hopefully my dad doesn't mind me telling him this, but I've witnessed, um, you know, where, when you just when you get in deals with certain people and or certain groups and it's not always it's not been, it's not good for them. It's not good for anybody. It's right. stress. And so all money is not good money. And yeah. whatever that means, take that for whatever that means. I was just oh, really by the way, your dad is on the phone. Yeah, uh, I'm just joking. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Sorry. Out of pocket. You heard me already? You heard me? <laughs> my eyes, I was like, oh. Yeah, I'm just joking. And that concludes today's episode. Of- <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just, just you know, believe in yourself enough to know that whatever you're selling, it, it will come to fruition. And just, you know, look at the deals. It's, it's not always good to just get in business with anybody. Um, third thing, it was specifically around raising money. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, but you know what? It doesn't have to be. If you've got another one that you feel like needs to get out there, let's do it. Um, the third thing I think would be what popped in my mind was about your team. Mm. Um, who you have around you, or if that's family or wh- whoever your support system is, I think that's so crucial because mm. in those first, like in the first product phase, or you're trying to de- develop and build, having the right people around you to kind of keep you going and keep the company going and believing in it because sometimes you know even though you believe in it if there's days where it's like dang like you know why is this happening why is that oh, happening yeah, and so it. having people around you whether that's i think specifically your team but outside of that your support system i think is really important to be able to you know lean on them do you guys where do you guys think we should go what's next um i think i'm i have a really confident team and smart team knowledgeable team in their respective areas and so that's helped so much because as we're developing you know i may not see something or they see something or you know i'm i'm able to talk to them about where we're going that's like i said earlier it's that's the beauty to me of a startup that's that environment is not for everybody i get that um but if you are into that that's the beauty of being able to develop what you want and have team members that are kind of on board to to move and shake however that plays out so who is your ideal customer so I'm starting in the BPO outsource call center space um, just because that's where I come from. I know the problem there. Um, and for those, because they're an outsourcer, so like an AT&T will outsource to a company like my my family's. Um, they do that because it's cheaper. That's why you have when you call somewhere, people in India and Philippines and wherever, it's cheaper for them to do that. Um, so for those companies that are outsourcers, it's a complete revenue generator. So mm. not necessarily it's it's a it's a um, it's a benefit for the AT&T's, the captives as well, but not necessarily on revenue. It's more on customer service. So if you call somewhere and you are holding for an hour, mm-hmm. that's because X amount of people called out. They have it down to a science <gasps> that from 10 to 11, 100 based off call volumes, 100 people are going to call in and I need 10 people to service that. If I only have four people, 
then you're holding, you're waiting. And so it's again for like an AT&T, it's a benefit for them. But for me as a customer, I'm the, I'm the one that's that's happier versus like their um, the outsourcer. It's it is a revenue generator. So I'm starting in that space. So I, the out so the outsourcer is your customer, not the AT&T. The AT&T could be. It's okay. just not necessarily. It's more on the flexibility model, being able to provide flexibility for the employees um, to make up some of those hours that they experience, which is why we experience the holding. In terms of revenue generators, that's more specifically on the outsourcers because it is outsourced to them. They're charging AT&T for, for the services that they have. Um, so yeah, I'm starting there. I, I think it could be used in a lot of different spaces though. Um, we've been, I pitched to someone recently, um, it was in the fast food industry. Apparently they have a large you know problem with this as well. Call outs, I don't know if you guys kind of recently I think it's back open now but the Zaxby's over here on north side was closed like in peak hours I went like Friday at 7 p.m. and it was closed and really yeah, for someone who tried to go a couple weeks ago and just grab a bite to eat I was it was so close yeah it was well this was like a couple weeks ago like two Wednesdays ago because we didn't have a show last week so and it was just empty I was like it was yeah it was closed okay, and it's cool. because people are calling in if they don't have employees They're calling out yeah they don't have employees to service us okay and I'm thinking it was just maybe they were I hate to say relocating or what no. it was but no wow. they don't have they're like it's a problem in a lot of hourly positions right now in these type of industries call center fast food retail they don't have they don't have the employees to service the customers so um I think it's gonna be used. so you could yeah because you're starting to now see where this right. is, this is where you started but yeah this you can really hit I mean retail right fast food right okay all right we got to take a break this is <laughs> really this is great you you are a genius yes, you're a genius <laughs> we got uh, Lauren Wilson and I always want to say Luke Wilson the actor yeah <laughs> we got Lauren Wilson in the house she developed an amazing app to help with scheduling um, if you're a business and you have I mean if you're a call center outsourced if you're outsourced call center and you need some help and I think maybe if you're in the retail space you know fast food you're having problem hiring employees or keeping employees or people calling in sick whatever it is she might have a solution for you and it's all technology based Mm-hmm. Uh, so you need to stay tuned. When we come back, she's going to tell you how you can find her, how you can do business with her, how you can support her. Lauren Wilson in the house on Real 1100 AM. According to Michelle, when we come back, we're going to have to wrap this thing up, guys. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The minds of children are fragile, and their mental health is essential, especially in times like these. Not Us Together aims to equip parents, teachers, and guardians with the tools and knowledge needed to raise healthy-minded children and youth in today's society. We provide services like mentorship through life coaching, therapeutics, youth community groups, motivational conferences, and one-on-one developmental specialist services for children and adolescents on the autism spectrum disorder. Our mental health workshops for schools and general workshops promote social skills, creativity, and a sense of togetherness through play, arts, and music. To see how we can service your family or school, call us at 508-794-9371 or find us online at notus.org. That's K-N-O-T-U-S dot org. Hey guys, Michelle Taylor Willis here. And I just want to ask you, have you checked out my latest book? Well, I say latest book, really, it's my only book. <laughs> 
Raising Significance, an MTW guide to raising independent, well-rounded, and confident kids. Listen, this book is not rocket science, and I'm not claiming to be a child expert or a psychologist or psychiatrist or any of that. I'm just a mom who has figured some things out. So I just got some jewels and a few gems that can help you raise not just successful kids, but significant kids. You want your kids to stand out from the crowd or at least from the other kids in their class, right? This is the way to do it. So listen, go to my website, authormichelletaylorwillis.com. That's Michelle with two L's. Check out the book. If you like what you see, click on that pay now button and grab a copy. Maybe you grab a copy for some of your friends who have kids. If you don't, but either way, I promise you will not be disappointed. Raising Significance, an MTW's guide to raising independent, well-rounded, and confident kids. Get your copy today. Michelle. 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 Take this one here for me and my DJ. Well, two hours does seem to go fast, people, especially when you're talking money, business, mm-hmm. and how to make both of them. Right. <laughs> I, I wasn't even trying. <laughs> According to Michelle, is back for the next three to four minutes right here on Real 1100 AM. We've got Lauren Wilson in the house who has been talking about entrepreneurship, startup tech, funding, raising money, um, challenges, trials, and successes, and all of that. And she has pushed through, and you can too. I hope you guys were here and were able to listen to the show on Real 1100 AM um, at Michelle Taylor Willis on Instagram and Facebook. She gave out some jewels today. And now I have people asking right now, how do we follow her? So how do people find you, support you, do business, all the things? Yeah, so I have a personal Instagram, Lauren Michelle with one L <laughs> underscore 20. Um, the business has a LinkedIn page. I'm in Inc. Um, the website is I'm in the number two dot com. Um, I have a personal LinkedIn, but I don't know my backslash. I'm on the I'm in business page, though, as the founder. <laughs> and that's I am I in, guys. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that's everywhere I'm at. Anything new coming? Anything we should be looking for? Um, there's new developments every day. Um, so if you download the app, it's I'm in the number two in the App Store or Google Play if you're... Oh, uh, can you show us the app real quick? Yeah. Did you look at it? Yeah, I I can. mean, did you look at it? Did you? <laughs> I'm <laughs> no, not going to look at it. Yeah. Um, let me see. Because I'd love for people to be able to actually see, you know, kind of what it looks like. Um, yeah. And developing an app from scratch, you know, if you're not in that world, mm-hmm. it's cool to be able to, you know, see something go from like concept in your head yeah. to, you know. Yeah. You got it? Yeah. I have All it. right. I'm going to show this on Instagram. And uh, I'll pick up some hours so we can see how it works. And if you're listening, uh, Real 1100 AM, and you can't see me, we will post this in the stories. Let's get a screenshot of it. And post it in the stories and tag Lauren so that people can actually see see the app. You can put it right up in front of the okay. um, screen so, and kind of tell us what we're looking at real quick. Yeah. So from an agent perspective, I've logged in. I'm on a test account. But when I log in, you're able to see there's some hours posted on the back end. So I have 930 to 1230. Six seats are available out during that time frame. If I go and I click, I'm going to start at 930. I want to end at 1130. Boom. Done. And it tells you who's available. Yep. It tells me that those those are the seats that are available. So now I'm signed up. If I go over to the scheduling tab, 
here it shows me so it shows me the minimum so th for every project or company that you work on it your minimum could be different this is a full-time test profile and this is me as the employee yep. using this right wow exactly um, do so, you know who, what company you're working for? Is it just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're you trained that. on that, on okay. that company. Got it. Um, so on this test account, I've worked zero hours towards my 37, but as I work hours, that obviously fills up. Wow. Um, I'm able to chat my manager or whoever's assigned to that line of business if I need to, um, when new seats are added or incentive hours. So some, sometimes the company will incentivize hours. So they're like, I need people at one o'clock. They can push out an incentive. It'll be two hours, $2 more for you to work at wow. that time. Wow. Um, Wow. And that'll, I'll get an alert here. So when new seats are added, I can see if if it works for me. Um, another thing is if I look at a schedule and there's so this six, this five number, it's five now. If I look there and it's it's full, I can add myself to a wait list. So I can say, okay, this is this time really works for me. And I'll get a notification when that wait list has, when I'm, if I get to the top of the wait list that people have canceled. Um, wow. Okay, so that really can do because I was thinking more from the company perspective, but like as a as an employee, as a user, this yeah. is my app. Right. This is what I use. Yeah, to it's be really able to get. There's a back end wow. system for more of like the management team and stuff like that, but yeah. for the actual app, it's more of an employee focused facing app. So we just had a business owner jump. I mean, J Markel watches. They they make watches. Atlanta Shine actually has a. Um, they do like um, what do you call it when you do stuff to your car, make it look pretty. Detail. Detail. They do. De <laughs> yeah, they do detailing, and but like they'll put like wraps on the car and cool oh, stuff, cool, cool, to, cool. like very intricate stuff. Yeah, and I know he's hiring people all yeah. the time. So I mean, this this is a thing. I think everybody in business in certain industries, like you, you, you're probably just scratching the surface. Yeah. No, just I think it's, the there's surface. a lot of industries, if especially if their employees are hourly. Where if you experience absenteeism callouts, what we call in the call center industry shrinkage, um, it's 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 revenue loss. It's revenue loss for the company. Whether that's I have to I lost an employee and I have to retrain them or whatever the model is, it's it's it impacts you. And that's so dope. car wrap is what he said. Car wrap, yeah. Car wrap. Um, all right, awesome. So I'm in. Find her on Instagram. Find her on LinkedIn. She might be able to help your company, guys. And come on, we got to support. This business, she is in a space that literally is just being um, just being delved into by people who look like us, especially females. So if you have a business and you can support her, let's do it. Thank you so much yeah, for coming on me. the show today. I can't believe it's literally been two hours. I'm so glad we had this time <laughs> together just to have a laugh or sing a song. I don't know. <laughs> Before you know, I don't know where it is. We got the beginning right at the, Well, now we're at so long. I have to yeah. say <laughs> so long. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> Next week on According to Michelle. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to According to Michelle Radio right here on Real 1100 AM with Michelle Taylor Willis. You can find me on just about everything at Michelle Taylor Willis. I will be in Secrets of Smyrna October 22nd. In 23rd, make sure you find me there. And I know we're a little ways out, but January 21st is that actors event. And you want to be there if you want to be in the industry. Taste of Sofu is October 15th. I'll be there as well. And my commercial is running all over Metro Atlanta. So if you see me and my neck is hurt, it actually really is. It's not <laughs> just great acting. All right, listen, guys, I'm hungry. I got to be out of here. So I am out. This, this has been, been According, according to, Michelle to Michelle Radio. Radio. Tune, Tune in every, every Wednesday, Wednesday at 4 p.m. on The Real 1100. 1100.
Michelle.